Welcome back to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. Uh, this is your favorite co-host, Alex. Uh, with me, as always, is your uh, the other co-host. I won't say least favorite, but I'll let you read between the lines. We've got Caleb with me. But more important than Caleb, we have a special guest on the pod uh, today. Uh, as the title suggests of the episode, um, he is the fourth place finisher of the latest season of Australian Survivor Blood versus Water, my personal favorite player from this past season. Uh, challenge beast, Mr. Harvey Dent himself. <laughs> We've got Josh Milgate on the podcast. Josh, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime, anytime. Uh, how's your week going? It's good, bro. I'm um, yeah, a little busy this week. I've got uh, I'm going to a concert tonight. This uh, Kiwi band called 660. So I mean Jordan and my other cousin are going to get on the beers this afternoon and go to this concert. And then um, I got a couple of days off, and then I go to Hawaii for work. Uh, on Sunday and so yeah man just everything's uh it's all happening we got the baby due in like four to six weeks as well wow. so yeah it's uh life is hectic right now which is um, it's good though it's good <laughs> is that like a, a a final trip before the baby arrives no no that's just work man like I've oh got, that's uh, right work yeah yeah so I got a four-day <laughs> trip to Hono and then um I got like I'm taking from 14th of May off for six weeks for okay. to leave and then um so yeah, I'll get a few trips in May, and then that's it, mate. Man, I I wish my work sent me to uh, Hawaii. I, they they sent me to New Mexico, uh, but which was fine, but it's not Hawaii. It's not bad. Eh? Like it's good. Like Hawaii is actually it's recovered well from COVID too. So it's uh, mm-hmm. we're allowed out of the hotel. Some places we go, we we got to sit in the hotel. Uh, still, you know, COVID effective, but uh, Hawaii is all open, open slather, mate. So go to the tap house, get a few beers, and enjoy it. But don't tell my missus like that. Eh? She, every time I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, I'm always so jet lagged and like I'm real tired. I'm sorry. Like, I, I hate my job. It's it's shit. But um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you, hey, your secret's safe with us. Like, no yeah. promises about anyone listening to this. But yeah. you got <laughs> you covered. <man. laughs> uh, all right. So, Josh, uh, I know you know the season finished airing a couple of weeks ago. Um, and you came back from the Outback several months ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you been up to uh, since coming back? What was that transition back uh, come fr- from playing? I mean, you only had, what, 24 yeah. hours or so? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Um, funny enough, like, that's that's an interesting question off the bat. Like, that was the hardest part of the whole game was just getting back into everyday life. And um, I, I smashed it out there in terms of, like, the we have a psych that's out there for support and stuff. And every time, like, You'd, you'd get to see him after challenges if you wanted to. And like, Josh, you want to see Troy? I'm like, nah, I'm sweet. And he's like, mate, you are so resilient out there. And then you get home and that's when it all hits you because like you're doing such amazing, you know, it's an awesome experience. You're out in the bush, you're living like an animal, you know, and, and it is real. Like it's so good for you as a human, I think, to live like that for a little bit. Um, you appreciate everything again, but then all of a sudden you're back on the phone. It was, we came out like late November. And so it was um, straight back into like, everyone's winding down for the year in terms of like Christmas parties at summer in Australia. Mm-hmm. So you're always sort of going out. We had the baby announcement, like the gender reveal. So like, Oh, it was just so flat out and life was just like a whirlwind. And I was getting back to flying. So I was doing training for that Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It was just hectic, man. And um, now, the sh- and then, then the show is, and then that, that starts up a whole nother kettle of fish as well. So it, it's, that was the hardest part of the show by far is mm-hmm. coming out of it. Um but in terms of what I've been up to, mate, as I said, flying, I got, um, I'm back into my Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Like I trained that, you know, 
a fair bit. Um, I did have a little bit of a break while the sort of end of the show was going on just because you just can't concentrate, man. But um, yeah. yeah, back training, mate, getting ready for this baby. The house is full of baby crap and yeah, <laughs> full-time, mate, full-time. Oh, that's so good. Well, I imagine too, like just coming back in and trying to put weight back on it. I was, I was watching. Oh, I did uh, that. I did that. No worries, bro. Did you do that? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I enjoy the last food, right? man. <laughs> like weird guts is bro. Like I'm a shocker. I got like biggest sweet tooth. You know what pissed me off this year? We didn't have that um the lolly challenge, like the the candy shop reward. Uh, yeah. yeah. All I wanted was like a jar of lollies or like just to get into one of those rewards. <laughs> yeah. And couldn't do it even in the survivor auction. The reason I was bidding so late was like I was waiting for a lolly jar or something like that. And <laughs> no lollies. It was like the healthiest survivor ever. Like our our challenge like feeds were like salads and yep. like we're like what is this man like. The only unhealthy one was KFC. The rest, like, even the merge feast was like Brussels sprouts and shit. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> am, I like, sorry, am, I, am I that sorry? Am I that sorry? You are good. Um, yeah, so, no, I, I uh, when we got out, mate, burgers, lollies, ice cream, beer. Yeah, yeah I, I put it back on pretty quick. I'm actually starting. I've got to diet again, man. Try and get, <laughs> drop a couple. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, I was, I was, like, watching the first episode, and it's like, I didn't realize, like, you were jacked. I mean, at the beginning, I was like a ton thick, right? of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end, you don't realize it because, you know, you're watching every week and it's like, yeah, damn. Yeah. yeah man, no, you lost like, a ton of weight. The, uh, the funny thing was like, we had gone through like all these COVID lockdowns in Melbourne. And mm. so I was, I was personal training. So like, the first lockdown was like, this is unreal. You know, like it was like a chance for me to stop flying and being like, you know, my body clock all shot to like, all right, I've got like six months of being able to just routine, eat clean, do all this sort of stuff. And then we moved from, we're living in Queensland at the time, which is nice and sunny and like sort of a bit more healthy, moved down to Melbourne and I was to work in my brother's gym and my partner got a job down here. And like, it's always going to be home for us in the end. Um, but then we get locked down for like six months. And then that was like, I was living in my parents' house again, man. I felt like I was like back in high school, living out of a suitcase. You couldn't do anything. So what do we do? Like my family, we all love food. So we're just eating and drinking all the time. Like get the afternoon, like you want a red wine? Yeah. And so we're always bloody <laughs> smashing the piss. And so like each lockdown, it's slowly, my weight just kept creeping up, you know, like I usually, I should be walking around at like 83 kilos um and well i went into survivor at about 88 and it wasn't uh wasn't by design put it that way <laughs> it, it worked out for you man <laughs> yeah it did in the end but like there's nothing worse if you go in fat and think yeah i'll lose all this weight and then if you get voted out straight away like <laughs> you did, did you have like a yeah you said it wasn't intentional but did you like do anything differently diet wise to like knowing you were about to go into that like some people um, pack on the weight no, no, me, me and Jordan have a funny story the way we got on the show too. Like we had really no notice. It was, um, mm. and I was, another lockdown had just happened in Melbourne and like I was sitting at home going, oh, fuck, you know, what are we going to do now? Because <laughs> lockdown not only affected flying, it affected like our personal training, which I was doing as well. So by like lockdown, it was like six or seven. I'm just going, oh, I've had enough of this shit. And so, you know, we're munching a bit more and eating more food and just being fat and lazy. Uh, I'm sitting on the couch on a Thursday night and a mate of mine texts me. He worked on like an American survivor years ago in Vanuatu. He's from Vanuatu. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like one of the, you know, helping with the, the challenges and stuff like that. And he messaged me and he's like, bro, he's like, this is not a stitch up. Somehow he knew someone at, at, in production. And he's like, mate, 
um, I know someone in production, can I put your name forward to go on Survivor? Like someone's dropped out or something like that. And like they're looking for two, you know, it's a family member one. Like, and I know you've got, you know, I've got four brothers to choose from or cousins, you know, can I put your name forward? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I was a fan of, I'm a fan of the show. Um, but I'm like, do I want to open, I'm a pretty private sort of guy. I'm like, do I want to open myself up to this world? You know, mm. like, but I wasn't flying. I had no PT work. I'm like, it's all a line. I said, <laughs> yeah, all right put my name forward this was thursday night friday rolls around didn't hear anything and i was sort of like oh maybe a bit relieved i'm like oh maybe this isn't gonna <laughs> come through and then next thing you know saturday i get a call hey josh it's so from survivor you know can we jump on a zoom call this afternoon like you know we like your cousin jordan and i'm like fuck here we go you know we're on and then so did a zoom on the saturday a zoom on the sunday and then monday morning they called they're like boys you're on you got a week to prepare and it was like that whole week was just like you had to do med medical checks, psych testing, get you get your survivor wardrobe ready. Like it was just boom, boom, boom. And so we didn't even have time to scratch ourselves, mate. It was so intense. And then what happened was uh, there was some issues with quarantine, so that did stretch out like an extra couple of weeks. So we got to like catch our breath, and then but by that stage, there's nothing you can do physically or you know diet wise that's going to change anything. We had two weeks in quarantine. We got an exercise bike in the, in our hotel room. And I'd just sit on that, you know, every day and watch old episodes of Survivor. And, and that was it, man. That is insane. I, I didn't realize how quick of a turnaround that was for you. Yeah, but, it was uh, it was fast, bro. I mean, you, good on you guys for uh, making it as far as you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such yeah, little time, right? Man, so I, I was going to ask too, you know, and maybe you don't have an answer to this because of the quick timeline, but, um, you know, strategy going into it. Um, mm. What was it? And then at what point did it change or, or what changed about your strategy once you were actually out there in the outback? Yeah. Um, me and Jordan are pretty relaxed guys. Like, you know, I like to plan and prepare for things as much as I can, but there are certain things in survivor that are intangible. You can't plan for it. You know, like you go in, like, you know, how lucky am I that I got paired with Mark who's a guy that's got similar values and we both come from like, I come from a team sport background. He comes from, you know, a military background that feed off each other. And we, you know, you understand to put the mission first. So like, I was just luck that I got paired with guys like that. And, you know, Geordie was great to work with at the start and, um, and Nina and all that sort of stuff. So my strategy was like, have some loose rules. So I literally took about from watching old episodes, you know, I wrote maybe a half page of notes, just saying like simple things like, um, you know, if you've got an idol and someone plays an idol, uh, trigger, that's a trigger to play your own idol, you know, stuff like that. Because like, in the past season, people got voted out. And then, like when something strange is going on, like I just had little triggers for myself. I wrote some information on splits, you know, stuff that like George, when there was like a three, three, three split, you can, you can do three-way ties and then do revotes and, you know, just, just ways to nullify idols and stuff like that. So I had a few little, you know, game sort of specific moves to consider and just had them in notes, but everything else was like, let's just see what my relationships are going to be like, you know, just be myself because I was coming in with, you know, no one knew what I was like. I knew that I would have had that sort of, you know, undercover physical uh, ability. Like I don't think I, I didn't stand out too much physically at the start, but people definitely didn't know that I could do puzzles and stuff like that. So it's just, yeah, be myself, me and Jordan leverage off each other's strengths and, um, and just see what happens. That's awesome. Yeah. And even as an audience, we didn't know you could do puzzles. So the, yeah, it was, um, it was good to finally get a few of them. So, because yeah. like yeah. we had challenge beasts this season, man, like they were, there were weapons everywhere and there were threats physically everywhere. Like Geordie was unbelievable. And like Shay, obviously 
Mark was mm-hmm. Mark's like massive man, and he can move like he's skillful as like he's not he's not like some big lump that's just like big and, and a big brute like he is fast and agile like the, the speed that him and Jordy would get through those obstacle courses was wild like I, but I knew I'd be there like close enough but I knew once I get to the end I'd be able to you know let the puzzles sort of kick in and 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 that was how it played out but um there were challenge beasts everywhere this season man and it was it was good for me to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we talked about that, you know, we, we covered the season on our podcast and it's like, I think in a normal season, you would stand out as the biggest guy out yeah. there. I was but tiny, like, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not that tall. <laughs> like I'm not that big. Like it's, there are guys like Geordie's bigger than me. Like I was standing at the front when they'd line us up because I was like one of the shortest, like Chrissy's taller than me, you know? So I didn't stand out at all. It was only once like, once I actually get going and people see they're like, Oh, you know, yeah, I, I did have a little bit of physical ability. But um, yeah, it's nice to be, it was nice to be surrounded by some real big lads like Croc, huge, Mark, yeah. massive, you know, and then Benny is a big boy as well. So they all, I let them take all the shine and it, it definitely helped my game. Man. Yeah. That was, that meant the challenge where, where, where Ben like, like beats the, I can't remember yeah. what tribes oh. were at that point. How, like, how long was he actually holding that right by um, himself? Well, so yeah, it was a long while, mate. Like we started, yeah. we, we were just, in sync the blue tribe and we're all like yeah this is awesome everyone's working really well together and then um you know the red started slipping they're all jordan this one's funny like you, you crack shit so i'll throw him under the bus here a little bit <laughs> he's there he was there talking shit like going out i can hold this all day jonathan like you know like, and he's talking it up and i'm like mate settle down bro you know and then next thing you know first one to drop was jordan and i look at this like, I'm like, what the hell just happened, man? And he's like, oh, I just slipped, bro. I just slipped. <laughs> I was hoping they showed that. But um, no, nah, so they started just dropping like flies. The two end uh, weights had an extra five kilos on them. So I think they had to hold 10 kilos. So that each log was five. And then the end one. So Benny was holding one of the heavier ones at the end as well. Mm. Um, and then what happened is so they all dropped off. And then Ben was actually, because it was on the very end, he was able to lean forward really far because he was tall as well and and hold on so he wasn't like the weight wasn't pulling from anywhere other than just his one that he had to hold up and then mm. when our one started going our team started to panic and everyone's like oh, like i turned around and mark was gone and i'm going whoa what the hell's happening and then all of a sudden like uh alex like well, someone next to me dropped and then it popped mine out like we didn't communicate um mm. and then all of a sudden it's just went boom 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 and then we're all losing it and then our last ones i think it was Soph and alex they were the last two to hold and they were in the middle. And so they had to hold all the weight of the other ones falling off. And so I think it was actually more beneficial for Benny to be on the end, but regardless of that, like it was a monster, monster effort. And he was holding it for it. Like we had them done, like, and it was just a breakdown of communication on our side and, and Benny just being a beast. So yeah, fair play. Yeah. That was like uh that was one of my, one of my favorite challenges of the season. Uh, yeah. I think one of the things we wanted to know, right what was your favorite challenge to either compete in or, or to watch? Yeah. Yeah. I loved um, like the, the, the mud wrestle with me and Jordan was um, like that went for ages too. They cut all that down too. And like, I like we, we knew cause we've, we've grown up, you know, fighting and wrestling each other and stuff like that. And I do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as well. So I was like, oh, you know, I've got him here, but he's big. He's, he's got about 15 kilos on me and he's strong as shit um so we're just smiling everyone else was like real nervous on their one and then like me and jordan came up and we just both had biggest grins on our faces like let's go and we went at it and i got him and i took him right to the end and i just i was trying to reach to the rope he's grabbed my shorts 
And then we just locked up for ages. He was giving me a wedgie and like my feet were lifted off the ground. So I had no traction. And so he just like slowly like walked me back and then I try again. And so that was unreal. That was good fun. Um, the rugby challenge is another funny story. John, I was going to kick my ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show this either. So we had, um, we had about six rounds in that rugby one. And so the first one, um, the first one was like, it was going for long as Jordan wasn't in this one. Um, oh, I'll tell you this whole story. This is funny, man. Benny might <laughs> so, so Benny like showboated a little bit after challenges. Like he would be like, yeah, all day, baby, and all this shit. And I, I, I hate shit like that. And so did Mark. And so we went into the rugby challenge. We're like, we're going to smash Benny here. Like, we're gonna give him <laughs> and, then, um, and so we're in this first challenge and, it, and we're all gassed. And like, we've been going for ages. And Mark's like hunched down in the water. You know, he's just like taking a breather. And Benny makes a break. And like literally is like running towards a ramp. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. Like Benny's going to win this one. Mark like gets up and he reminded me of like the dude out of like Happy Gilmore. They're like, they're like, like that. And, you know, like sprinting. <laughs> he gets up and he starts charging after Benny. Fucking dives onto the ramp, grabs him by the ankle, climbs up his body and like grabbed him around the waist and did like a full belly to back suplex and like spiked him in the water. <laughs> and, like, smashed him. And then he had to like, we had to stop the challenge and Ben like, he continued on that one and um, and we ended up winning that. And then Benny didn't come back in after that. Like we, <laughs> we got him. And then the next one, Jordan came in and Jordan actually got two wins for the red team, like really quickly. And so the first one, he just got like a real quick pass out and they won. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he started talking a bit of shit. And then the next one, he done it again and then he stands up in his budgies, you know, with powerhouse on the back and he's like doing all this to me and he's like, and, he, and I'm like, mate, cut that shit out, you know, and like I, I started seeing red <laughs> and then it came down to the last match and, and that was the one that they showed where like Jordan got the ball and Jordan actually got the ball and then um, Jesse or no, Mark came across and tried to hit him on the first one and the ball went out of bounds and they had to reset and I said to Mark, I'm like, we got back on the ramp. I said, don't touch him. I'm like, he's mine, right? Like, leave him. <laughs> and then... They chucked the ball in, we ran, Jordan got the ball and he ran straight at me and I just went bang, like belted him and just kept like grabbing him, drove him right into the back of the ramp, like smashed him onto the ramp and then ripped the ball off him, got it off to Jordy and, and we won it. And then um, they cut it out at the end. I stood over Jordan because I was a bit fired up and I'm like, I pushed him. I'm like, yeah, fucking talk shit now, bro. <laughs> he, and we got up and we we're going face to face. He's like, don't ever do that to me again. And then like we shook hands at the end, but... Yeah, it was funny. So it was all good fun, man. Me and Jordan, like, we've done that forever where we'll go at each other and then be sweet two seconds later. But, um, yeah, that was that was one of, my, one of the fun ones. And obviously the ones that I won too were good. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I would so like that, to think that Caleb that and I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I would like to think Caleb and I would do that too. I, I would just take your spot uh, and, and, you know, Caleb can be like Jordan. That's that, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so well, uh, one, one more question about the challenges. Uh, the, the challenge where you were throwing balls of fire, did that yeah. look oh, as badass bro. in real life as it did on Man. TV? So, like, <laughs> they, Jonathan was sort of teasing us throughout the season too, like, oh, God, there's a fire challenge coming up. I finally got the production to do a fire challenge, and we're like, awesome, what's this going to be? And then we finally get to do that one, and then me, Mark, and Jordan all got to do it, right? And so they give you a safety briefing on, like, how to throw them and, you know, and, like, how to set it up and all that sort of stuff and so the briefing goes for a, a while and we're up there and they go go and then all of a sudden like i throw one and just missed mark hits his first shot and then so by the time you load up the next one and mark misses just and i throw another one and miss 
Mark, third ball, he loaded, bang, done it, sunk it. And then it was challenge over. It was first to two. And we're like, you do all that. And then we get to, we missed it. Like it was done in two seconds. So we're all shattered. And we're like, oh, you know about that? So um, they probably would have been two, but they ended up making it look all right. But it went too fast. It went too fast. It should have been first to five or something like that. Good old sharpshooter. Exactly. Um, okay. So I, I have a question in terms of your strategy. So uh, Caleb knows this about me. Uh, when I play board games, strategy games, stuff like that, uh, I am always a threat. One or two people will call me out as a threat, but then no one acts like I'm a threat. And I just kind of yeah. lurk in the shadows a little bit, you know, just smile. I'm a nice oh. guy, but really, you know, a couple of people know I'm, I'm going to take yeah. it all. And typically I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I saw you playing that same game too. So what was your strategy in that? Was that purposeful? You know, especially I'm, I'm thinking at like the merge, I think when like Mel right. went home, um, they're calling you out at tribal council. You're kind of calling yeah. them back out. And um, yeah. what was that like for you? What, what was that strategy? And um, um, how'd you fall so into that? Yeah. So like they actually showed it in my, in like my introduction video and stuff that they showed like teasing the season. They said like my strategy will be to, you know, like fly under the radar as much as I can, just lower that threat level at the start play the team game because the more you win challenges, the more you win reward and, and um, immunity, like the further you get in the game, it's just, it's a simple game that people try and complicate. It's like, if you win, like that's where the physical part of it comes in. If you win, you don't get voted out. And the more people you, the more rewards you win, the better fed you are, the more bonding you have. And so it builds bonds. And so my strategy was simple as I'd be the great team player at the start. Like you've got to get to merge, you know, like you make two good moves after merge and you've got enough to pitch. You know, like you can pitch anything. The idea is you've got to get there to pitch. And this is where people lose their head is they want to be this big player. And it's like, be, be as big a player as you want. But if you're not there at the end, you, you don't win $500,000. Like people forget the cons- the core of the game in terms of like what the mission is. They they love being a Survivor fan and they love seeing big moves, but you can still do a few big moves late in the game. And everyone forgets about the pre-merge. Everyone forgets. So pre-merge, my mission was get to merge, you know, survive tribe swap because that can just throw a spanner in your works and then get to merge, play a real, just a friendly, be myself, you know, like get to know people deeper than the game. And that's how I built relationships because like you spend a lot of time sitting around the fire chatting, you know, talk about their life, like just, just be normal, you know, and don't come across as like trying to hustle and play the game too much. I never looked for idols. I never did any of that. You know, I was just very, always just chilling out. Um, and then once merge hit, I knew I would have to make a couple of moves, but they, all these redemption twists and stuff, they they stall all that too, you know? Um, so it was just the waiting game again. Like, and I just had to get there. And then um, when Mel started going, you know, Josh is a threat, I sort of liked it because it meant that, you know, I know that I had Mark there as the big threat and that was my plan is just tuck in behind him. But it also meant that I was doing enough that people were noticing that, hey, I'm calling some shots here, I'm, but not overbearingly, you know what I mean? Like I was still, people wanted to work with me because my style wasn't like, hey, we're voting for this person, do this, do that. They would come to me and say, oh, what do you think? I'm like, look, I'm thinking this way. What do you think? And then they would they would say, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And then I wouldn't say, this is what the numbers should be. They'd ask me, what do you think the split should be? And I'm like, oh, well, let's do it this way. And they're like, yeah, awesome, done. And we, and we just worked, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I didn't mind it when Mel finally called me out though, because it was like, yeah, people are recognizing, but I've still got enough, you know, Mark's got an idol. There were people around me that I could paint as bigger threats and just keep working my social game and got close, bro. Almost. So close. 
so <laughs> close. Still yeah, uh, I, I'm usually that guy uh, playing games. I'm like, because I, 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 unlike Alex, uh, I'm I can't hide my threat level. Uh, <laughs> and so people people are usually calling me out, and I'm like, no, Alex, Alex is gonna win. Um, so I I definitely related a little bit to uh, Jordy this season when you know yeah. he with the whole idol thing and just like yeah. him talking as talking as uh, <laughs> as much as he could. What was that, you know, did you ever think that the, that, that Mark and Sam oh, had that extra idol? Like, of course it goes through your mind, but there's a huge backstory to this. And like, yeah. I, you know, I, I love coming on podcasts because you get to explain this, right? Because everyone, like the amount of shit that I cop from that bloody idol, <laughs> I bet. that in the end nullified anyway, you know what I mean? Like it was just, oh man. But what happened with Geordie from the start, if you remember again, pre-merge, he blurted out that Shay had the idol around the fire. You know, Geordie's this loud character and he's the larrikin of the, the tribe and always laughing. He, like some of the shit he did in challenges, like that they didn't show, like his chat with Jonathan was hilarious. Like nonstop, you know, he comes into those bloody overalls. He was like the goofy, you know, the joker. It was perfect for him. Um, so, but he's he's got a loose lips, you know, and this was the whole thing the whole time. And then, so he does, he tries to pull the move on me when he, all he had to do with me was like, hey, we know Mark's got the idol. Let's blindside Mark you know simple done and dusted but he tried to do some fancy double play ended up biting him in the ass because he couldn't keep his mouth shut um what happened that night after we got jesse geordie was shocked he was emotional and like as you are blood versus water is different like that um he came back to camp we're all standing around the fire and you know he's quite emotional and he goes Fuck. he goes jesse jesse went home with the idol you know he's like i can't believe he went home with the idol in his bag and so that was my first reference point mm. of what's the truth here He's emotional now. He hasn't had time to process. I'm going to take that and remember that. The next day when we went immunity and Geordie's on the bottom, he's, he's all of a sudden going, Mark and Sam have the idol. Mark and Sam have got the second idol. And I'm like, mate, you just tried to vote me out last <laughs> night. You know, you, you, you're all over the shop. Not only that, last night you said that Mark and Sam, that Jesse's got the idol. You know, what's going on, mate? You know, and so it was just like all this stuff. The whole time he was so scattered and like, don't get me wrong. He's a legend. Me and Geordie are great mates now. And we had a great uh, battle throughout the game in terms of like one of my rules that I wrote down was like, if someone comes to you and you know, that's it, you're done. You know, you don't give them a second chance in survivor. Um, and so I, I knew I had that there, but it was still like a respect thing. You know, people ask why you tell people straight to their face, like that you're coming for them as well. And I was like, well, because again, like Geordie knew he came for me and I said, yeah, bro, it's game on. Like, you know, let's go hard. Let's compete against each other in these challenges. And like, you know, may the best man win sort of thing is like, I respected him and um, we got a great relationship, but he came for me. And so it was like, it's game on. For sure. So was there, I know I, in the edit, at least they kind of showed, right. You and Jordy potentially working together. At least that, that like story of that, was that ever really a possibility for you? Well, it, it, it definitely was because um, I needed that security in case I didn't win the idols because, you know, I, I didn't know I was going to win all those puzzles. Like I knew I had a strength there, but it, it, the challenges are so diverse. Um, I, I did need that as a backup plan, but what ended up happening was I, I did, I did win, you know, the idols, but when I won the first one, so we got out of the spa and then I won the, the next immunity, which was the word challenge. Um, and I, I, I looked at that as like, this is still a great way to build trust with Geordie here. So if I protect him and get Dave tonight, you know, I'll pretend that, you know, I, I needed him to protect Chrissy, um, which she was never in danger, but I was like, hey, don't, you can't touch Chrissy, keep her name out. 
Um, I'll look after you tonight and we'll, we'll switch on to Dave. So me and Mark and, and we switched on to Dave and, and voted him out. Um, that showed Geordie again. He's like, Josh is legit. Like Josh is working with me. So it was just these like, and then this would have been a major part of my pitch, these little one-two punch combinations that I, I never promised like top three with anyone other than Chrissy. Um, but it was all these like, mate, I'm not going to bullshit you. Let's just get each other through this next two votes. And and that was the way that I, I tried to play the game. And it, and it was more genuine that way because it, it's so dynamic. Um, so I did, yeah, plan to work with it. But then I won two idols in a row. And then I was like, now I'm in the prime spot. I could have picked that night, Mark, Mark Sam, um, Geordie or Shay. And it was like, who's who's the biggest threat? Who can who can take more votes at the end? And yeah, so went for Geordie. Yeah. Yeah. So so you mentioned the the spa reward. Uh, and that was in my mind one of the funniest moments, you know, for you and Geordie yeah. up there, uh, convincing Shay just to take you guys and, and break her promise. What what was your involvement in that? What was that actually like playing out? And uh, it, it was hilarious yeah. to watch as someone rooting for you. Uh, it, it was, so it was I, you, and they didn't show it in my interviews. Like I was cracking up laughing when they, they you know, they pull you out of the spot and they, they interview you, like tell me, you know, what's this like? And I'm like, how the hell am I here? You know, I was laughing. I'm like, we gagged this. <laughs> like it was unbelievable. And so we're up there, and I was dying, man. My hands were blistered up, but I sort of knew. I'm like, if they already gave us the information before we went that it was going to be three mm-hmm. people on the spa, mm-hmm. and then. So we like, I just knew, I'm like, if I can get close, because I voted Sam the night before, Geordie and Dave were like, all right, Josh, is, we can work with him. And I knew, you know, those challenges are Geordie's bread and butter too. Like he's a landscaper, man. His forearms are jacked and his hands are rough. At, like you can just see, he was nowhere near the amount of pain that I was in. You know, he was just, he's conditioned for that sort of stuff. My soft ass pilot hands, mate, were, I had like blisters all over them. Like, and I was, I was shaking and I'm like, I'm about done. And then Geordie's, Geordie is like, Shay, you know, we'll make a deal. And I'm like, yep, I'll do it. You know, and then Shay's like, no, I made a deal with the girls. And Geordie's like, oh, okay. And he kept sort of getting into it. And, and I actually sort of said, but I don't think Shay heard it. I'm like, look, God, I'm done anyway. So I just make, you know, do whatever. And I was about to let go. And then Shay's like, all right, deal. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, so we jumped off and sure enough, she picked us. And I just, yeah, I couldn't believe it, mate, but. That's the old joker at play there. And it allowed me to, again to just make a couple of moves and put me in a good spot. So, yeah. Love it. Oh, man. Yeah, that. <laughs> and, like, it destroyed Shay's game, really. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It was, um, she should have promised us and then gave us the boot and taken the girls. And mm. there's nothing we could have done about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It, it was like, all right, it's one of those moments of, like, why do rewards matter right that that's it that's an example of why rewards matter yeah yeah exactly you know i think whether whether however you're involved in convincing shay or not i think one of the hallmarks that i saw in your game was like this just this relational piece but also i'm going to make the best move that's for me and and men fences as i need to uh and i thought one of the more brilliant moves that you made was voting for Sam and, and, and turning to them and say, play your idol. Uh, yeah. Like talk me through your like thinking on that. Cause I, I mean, I legit thought that was one of the best moves I've ever seen. Just the, the whole logic behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, man. Cause I, I copped a little bit of, bit of flack from that, um, which I'll get into, but um, so the backstory for that vote, Jordan had just gone home the night before I was angry, Sam and Mark, we all, and Chrissy, we all sat down like, we're going to get them. But the thing was, it was a four, four deadlock. 
And so then Mark wins the idol. So he's safe. I knew that the other side were coming for Sam because they were pitching to me like, come on, you, you got to get Sam. Dave was pitching hard for that. So all of a sudden it's four votes on Sam, four votes on Geordie, right? Um, Mark's safe. If we then, we lock up, then Mark and Sam were banking on Dave being a rational guy. And, and if we tied at 4-4, they were banking that Dave was going to switch his vote and vote Geordie out and not risk going to rocks, which, you know, probably true, right? But I'm like, well, I'm not leaving that to chance. You know, I'm not going to rocks when Mark will be safe and Sam's copying the vote. So Sam's going to be safe as well. And me and Chrissy will have to draw rocks. And then, you know, um, pre-tribal, Dave and Chrissy pulled me aside. And, and I was ang- I was not angry at Dave, but I'm like, hey, you owe me Geordie. You know, you still owe me Geordie because I knew this move going for Sam was going to put, put us in the minority. And I'm like, you owe me Geordie because you, you flipped on me and Jordan, you know. And Juice is like, oh, all right. He's like, no, nah, we've got to get Sam. They've got two idols. Blah, blah, blah. And Chris is like, Josh, they potentially have the two. And I said, all right, you, you really want to do it? I'm like, I'll put her name down that night. So that was predetermined. And, and Jordan copped a bit of flack saying that, you know, it's not in the spirit of the game. He was signaling me, but he wasn't mm. like, well, he was trying to, but he couldn't because Sam was like, looking at, at me. And then I'd try and look up and then she'd look at Jordan to see what he was doing. So I couldn't, I couldn't even. <laughs> get a read on what Jordan was doing. Um, and that just sort of like the way that Sam was like looking between us, I'm like, you know, yeah, it confirmed it for me enough. You know, I was like, settle down. Like, yeah, I'm going to put your name down. But my primary plan was put her name down, force their hand. You either listen to your Alliance member when I tell you to play your idol and you'll trust me because we had, you know, and then Geordie goes home and then we can discuss back at camp. Like, Hey, you know, yep. Yeah, I'm sick of the idol chat. We've leveled the playing field. Um, Geordie's still gone home who's the biggest threat now let's you know we'll, we'll sort it out from there and we would have had the numbers we would have wrestled back majority straight away so me being like risk averse like in that sense like my pilot brain was just like yeah that's the play they didn't listen Sam went home all of a sudden we're in a minority but what Juice and Geordie didn't see that I was trying to make them play the idol they were they thought that I was trying to make them play an idol for me or Chrissy to like sort of avoid the rock mm. situation mm. But they also were stoked that I did that play. So that actually, even though it looked like it put me in the minority, my relationships on the other side, I still had, you know, working relationships with everyone pretty much. I wasn't really in that dangerous position. And, you know, people would give me shit, oh, that's the dumbest play ever. You either tell them that, to play it or you do it. And I'm like, well, I just left it up to chance. And like, if it goes one way, they listen to me. I've flushed an idol and taken out the joker. If they don't listen to me, then Sammy goes and it's game on and I've got my other numbers and, and um, yeah, that was the strategy there. So I appreciate uh, you guys recognizing that move. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I anyone who thinks that was a poor move, I, I'm going to question their survivor strategy because mm-hmm. I mean, just seeing that, uh, right? It's kind of I, I didn't see any risk in what you did because it's like you said, right? If they play the idol, great. I, I am now on a more even playing field, especially having just lost Jordan. Right? You, yeah. you need to yeah. be on that even playing field. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So my last like strategy question for you, uh, we got to talk about, I know you probably talk about every podcast kind of final four, um, would love to hear how, how did that go down? Yeah. And this had a lot of build up to it. You know, like everyone just thinks that I just flipped on Chrissy and like people didn't even see our relationship from day one. We we're so tight, man. Like, you know, she promised you like, yeah, we're top, you know, top three with Jordan, but we knew that was probably going to be a bit unrealistic. We would have had to do something about that. And Jordan even spoke. He's like, mate, 
you know, when we're getting towards that top six, he's like, bro, I'll sacrifice my game, you know, to send you forward or whatever. Um, so me and Chrissy were going to top two the whole time, you know, and then um, it started getting like, this is where Dave, Dave's influence, people don't realise, he was grabbing Chrissy and KJ. I was like, what are you going to do? You take Josh to the end and, you know, like, and and you're just going to give him the game. And so he started planting those mm-hmm. seeds and because what Chrissy was doing, she, Chrissy would just come up to me during the game, like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear why, just tell me who to vote for. Like, I, you know, no strategy at all. She was, her strategy was jump on with me and Mark and, and, and she just like, yep, just tell me who to vote for. So the whole game, I'm telling her which way to vote and stuff like that. She downplayed herself too much, I think. Like she was brewing socially um, and she she knew what was going on, but she acted like she didn't. And I think that hurt her chances in the jury because people just thought, mm-hmm. oh, you've just goaded along here. But her social game actually saved a lot of things along the way. So she got a bit of a hard rap. Um, but so that's all going on. Dave's getting in her head. You know, when he, what are you going to do? You're going to take, but Dave wanted to take Chrissy and KJ to the end for the same reason, you know? And so that was why that allowed me to make that move on Dave, but it planted that seed in Chrissy's head. And then, so there was chat of, you know, the, the girls getting to the top three and this is at the top five scenario. And like, we had to beat Shay in the ball drop challenge. And um, any one of us had to beat Shay. And then we could have voted Shay out. The top four would have been me, Mark, KJ and, um, and Chrissy. And, and maybe, maybe not, you know, we don't know. The girls might, might have banded together earlier, but um, so that happened. And then that night I'm like, Chrissy, you've got to vote KJ because, you know, like for me and Mark, if, if, if you don't vote KJ tonight and you send Mark home, um, then it's going to be all three girls. And, you know, and likely, like I felt like she, the pool would have been too strong. She would have gone with the girls. And so, Sure enough, it's like she threw out the random mark vote, and um, sorry, God, my dog's going nuts. Um, can you hear him? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. You can usually hear my dog chewing right? toys during podcast. Yeah, games, it's so it's, it's all good. good. We I have two good. dogs at home too, so yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet. Um, so yeah, Chrissy then did the mark vote, and then she revoted on the KJ, and then she came back to camp, and I'm going oh, like, and. and Again, that late in the game, you're a bit frustrated, you're tired. And, and like, I, I just couldn't sort of let go of the fact that, like, hey, you're promising top two the whole way. Like, I, I personally thought, of, and I didn't communicate this well enough, like, it's too late to try and do a big move now. Like, you, you promised it top two. Like, well, you know, we, you sort of stick to it loyally. But anyway, I couldn't let go of the fact that if, if the girls had their shit together and voted Mark, knowing that Chrissy wasn't ever going to vote for me at this stage, she still wasn't ready to do it. And I still wasn't ready to vote her. Um, you know, if, if they had their shit together, Mark was gone. Here's Josh, you know, left out hanging. Shay was going to kick our ass at the end one. We all knew that. And then, then I would have been gone. Um, and so that sort of, I was like, oh, you know, I couldn't sort of get past that. Then the last challenge, Shay kicks our ass and then we're sitting there and, it wasn't the same between me and Chrissy. It was sort of like, she's like, yeah, you know, you're in a bit of trouble tonight. It was just, the chat wasn't the same and we're drifting, you know? And then um, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, how can I get out of this? You know, like, what have, what have I got here? You know, the, the, the risk was I really pitched with Chrissy and then at work, best case, I go to fire against Mark, which my odds would have been stacked against me in that. And you're leaving your whole game up to chance. Or do I try and leverage on the fact that Chrissy tried to send Mark home last night and, you know, he only just scraped through because Chrissy, you know, because uh, the other girls didn't, didn't have it together. Um, you know, do I really try and play on that with Mark and then and pretend to, you know, we'll go at each other, but really the girls vote one each way. And then, you know, I avoid fire 
Chrissy goes. And then I, I have a harder pitch against Mark, but I think, you know, like my game separated enough that I would have been able to at least take some votes, you know. Um, so that was the thinking there. You didn't, we, that last day was busy. We didn't have a lot of time to actually scramble and think about it. And um, yeah, I shot my shot. I missed it. I, I, I regret not going to Chrissy first and just mm-hmm. saying like, what are you thinking? Or, and even when I went to Chrissy next after speaking to Mark, I didn't even ask her what Mark had told her, you know, like I just should have just said, Hey, what did he just say to you? And she probably would have told me, Hey, he said, you're voting for me. And I would have said, Oh, he's just throwing me like, you know, are you willing to just try? I just didn't scramble hard enough, mate, because my whole game, it was so like, my whole game was based off so much trust and we weren't, I didn't feel threatened all game really. Like even when my vote, I knew my name was coming up. I knew I had enough trust in everyone that I work with that I was just cruised. I cruised through and um, it just, you didn't get you in that habit of having to scramble and having to hustle and really pushing and being a bit more like assertive and um, a bit me in the ass in the end, you know, and I, and I got simply outplayed by Mark because he played the percentages and, and he, he, he just out, outplayed me. So yeah. Yeah. Full acknowledgement yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, thanks for sharing that. That's, that's helpful insight. And, you know, I know Caleb and I, prior to that last week of episodes going into the final five, we kept saying, you know, kind of go through like, all right, from what we've seen, what's ever, everyone's best move. And it was, yeah. it was pretty clear. It's like, all right, these three girls, they got to go together. Um, yeah. Like that, that's they had to. Move. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> and like I've spoken to Chrissy about it and she's like, no, like, you know, like, I don't think I, like, it wasn't guaranteed that I was going to go with the girls. And I'm like, you dangle 500 grand in front of someone and you've got a shot to beat the girls, but you don't have a shot to beat me or Mark. You're going to take the girls, you know, like, yeah, I, it's just, yeah, it, it was always going to go down that way. I reckon like, but it is what it is. Um, no, we're and we're all sweet now as well. Like I got stitched up at the end too. Like they made me look like a real grumpy prick, and that pissed me mm-hmm. off because I said goodbye to everyone. You know, like that. I I I shook everyone's hands. I said good work. You know, and and they cut that out. And then the jury thing was a bit unfortunate too. Like mm. when I went in, I had no time to um, like decompress. Like by the time you finish up the night of tribal, um, you know, you film the jury villa stuff. It's like you know midnight, and then you don't get to sleep. You can't sleep. Yeah. You know, you're, you're trying to just process everything next morning. I had to be up early to sort of film interviews and stuff like that. And that was like back out towards camp all day, trying to refresh and figure out what's going on. And then I came back and it was literally like, get ready. We've got to go to the final tribal. And the vibe in the villa was like, they were big game players in there this year. Like, and they all respected the game of survivor in terms of you had like, they hated, hated goats and, you know, like mm-hmm. they, they had this real, just strong opinions on everything. And it was quite like they were practicing their speeches and like, you know, and they're all writing notes and I'm going, Whoa, like, you know, this is all pretty serious. And so I think that all rubbed off on me a little bit and we went in and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make them squirm a little bit, you know, put it on Mark and Chrissy. Um, And then, yeah, the way that they sort of showed me just bailing out and then they showed me real angry in the jury, you know, I copped a little bit of flack saying, I, you know, it's, it's the game and you voted for Chrissy, you know, you're stupid. I, I like, yeah, it was just a bit unfortunate. And I think, you know, yeah, you're just emotional at the time. And so I regret regret doing that. Um, I regret going in the jury part angry. I don't, mm. you know, it was just, um, yeah, unfortunate with editing and stuff like that. But we're all we're all sweet, you know, it's, it's a game, man. Yeah, 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 that's good. I, I noticed that too, like watching the, the jury bill, it's like, because uh, when you left, I was like, oh, Josh is pissed. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and then you see the jury villa, and it's like you're giving everyone a hug or handshake goodbye. Yeah, like, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, I know it was a bit of a stitch up, and like 
um it's just a shock though like it, it doesn't it, it's when you get that close you know from a guy with zero preparation like the whole time i'm pinching myself going is this legit am i one more step you know one more step and then and then you, you, you sort of hear in whispers like you're a good shot here you know like people know mate you got this like even when i voted geordie out we had such a great relationship he he, he gave me a hug he's like mate you've got this like keep pushing you know and and Nina, Nina, when Nina, when she turned around to me, she said, you know, you, you can really win this thing. And so you start like, oh, fuck, really, you know, and, then, and it's building, building, building. And then just last hurdle. Yeah, I really felt it at the ball drop challenge. Like that was when I lost control. You know, like I liked having that control and when you're winning those immunities. And when I saw that ball and I'm like, I'm in, I'm in with a shot here. And I just cooked it, bro. I absolutely, I'm sitting there, like I'm counting, like calculating. I helped Chrissy with her count and she made it further than me. And she's like, what did you do? I'm like, I, I have no excuse. I just absolutely cooked it. And so like, that was where my game changed. And I, and like, it sort of, it left my control and went into, you know, the, the fate of the survivor gods, I suppose. So yeah, just a wild ride though, man. And a lot of emotion and blood versus water is hectic too. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's different when you've got a family member on there and I don't care what anyone says. It's a game. If I was out there by myself, you wouldn't care. But when like, I didn't even get to say goodbye to Jordan, we're in a comfy ass spot. We're yep. shielded by this couple that have two idols that have been way more confrontational with people around camp than what me and Jordan were. Like we were just like laid back. And then like all of a sudden we come back and Jordan's gone. And I didn't even get to see, I'm like, what the fuck just happened, man? And then yeah, you're just angry and protective. And it's like, that's blood versus water. Like, and Dave would have said the same thing, you know, like he was mm-hmm. fuming when Brianna went, like, it's just, you're protective of your loved ones. And um, it changes the game a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it sounds incredibly tough. I mean, every, every blood versus water season, you see that. And, and I always have so much empathy for the people who are kind of last years because, again, you, you, your head's spinning. I you just imagine. don't have time, bro. Yeah, you got yeah. no time. And obviously, being like one of the last jurors, like you're closest to you, – yeah. you're closer to that, to that final pitch. And, um, yeah, you don't have time to, to think and process. And, and you're tired, hungry, and, and it was just like go. And then so everyone's acting angry. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, let's, just, let's just turn it on a little bit here. But <laughs> – not realizing how bad it's going to come across, you know. <laughs> so, I always wanted to do that. You know, you're on the jury, so you got to mean mug a little bit, you know. Yeah, that's what I, like smart, I literally right? did. And then again, I like once I sort of said my piece, and then they all said, Yeah, you know, this is that. I'm like, Oh, sweet. And then again, I gave everyone a hug at the end. There wasn't any bloody any of that shit. So, no, oh, this is what it is. TV, <laughs> mate, that's what you get. Right. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll just count that as, uh, you know, your ticket to coming back in a couple of years uh, for an all-star season. Hopefully, that's, yeah. That's what hopefully. we'll take. What do, you, what do you, the last podcast I did, what do you think, if like, they did Heroes, Villains, what would you think I'd be? <sighs> I mean, I, I, I think you would be, well, no, yeah, I think you'd be a hero. Uh, just based off of the, the edit that was like, Regardless of whether Jordy was right, Jordy was the villain of yeah, Jordy and yeah. Sam were the villains of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would want to be the villain just because I think, you know, it, it frees you up. It frees you up to <laughs> yeah. play a little bit more. Be, and that would be an interesting cast for a show to survivor. Like there'd be some serious villains there. I reckon. But, um, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's something Caleb and I was talking about. We, uh, when we play board games, you know, kind of mentioned a lot of times Caleb will be targeted as the villain everyone thinks he's bad everyone thinks he's good but really he's pretty loyal and he doesn't really you yeah, know, screw people yeah. over very much i yeah. on the other hand people think i'm you know oh he's just a nice guy he's just smiling he's here for fun and I, i'm cutting throats and so well uh, it's more freeing mate yeah it's good exactly so uh may, maybe you would be on the hero's tribe but really uh be a villain i don't know who knows i'd have to 
it, again, like it comes down to who you're on there with, you know, like who could you work with? Like you naturally gravitate to the way you are as a person because you're spending so much time out of game mode sort of thing. So yeah, it'd be tribe dependent. Would people see me as a threat? Like my edit might've helped me a little bit there mm-hmm. as well. You know, like they'd be like, ah, you know, yeah, Josh made it to the end. He won some challenges, but like they might underestimate the social game a little bit. Who knows, man? It's, uh, yeah, I'd go back though. Maybe maybe not this one. Like I need a bit of time, you know. Yeah. See what this baby's like and see what that <laughs> life's like. So yeah, I think I'd go back. Maybe that'll be the reason you want to go back, right? Just you need that. You need a yeah, break. Yeah, get away. Get away. I'm not allowed to sneak off enough. <laughs> oh, good. I. This is so we have. Uh, Alex and I, we, well, Alex discovered Australian Survivor like three or four years ago, something like that. Yep. And I, I, I was late to the ball game. Uh, but we have both have a deep appreciation and love of JLP. Can, yeah, yeah. What, what is he like? Man, the first time I saw him, right? Like, again, they don't tell you anything. Like, it's one minute you're on the mat, you're like, go, you're going to walk over these rocks and like, it's on. And so we're walking in our things and then like, you, we go over and there's like, you know, the huge slide there and there's like production everywhere. And you're like, oh, this is huge. And then like his JLP just standing there and like, um, and we go into the mats and I'm like, he looked like a bit of a cyborg like the first time. Like, I was like, what is like, it's seems fake. Cause he's got like, he's got his makeup on and, and it's exactly like, there's no like action and then off you go. And there's no, Hey guys, like we're going to start it now. It's you on the mats and then bang, like JLP is like, so Josh, you know, how's this going? And you're like, what? and then you start talking to him, right? You start talking, but you can see that he's sort of like, he's, I think he's got like production in the ear telling him to ask his next question. And so he's mm. like, you'll do a big long-winded answer. And he'll be like, so Sam, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a bit like you get used to it. But the first thing I was like, man, it's like, he's a robot. And then, um, but you get to chat to him when the challenge is like on those long endurance ones. Um, and that's when you, you get to know him a little bit more. And about yeah, he's a good bloke, man. He's funny, like all those little zingers and shit. He just takes the piss out of everyone, pretty much. You know, <laughs> he's hilarious, especially uh, at tribal. Like his little one-liners at the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were on fire. Oh, he goes back and 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 like he must write that for ages. Tribals go for so long. It is like it cooks you, bro. I don't know how much I'm meant to say, but like they they all go tally the votes, and he takes like forty minutes, and it's it's yeah. He's he's coming up with those one liners, I reckon. <laughs> he has <laughs> he has some good ones this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so one of the um, things that we always do in our podcast is we like we we used to like do these podcasts where we compare players and like argue like a final tribal council for them. But right, we really like focus on this idea of the categories of outwit, outplay, outlast. Yeah. Uh, like who comes to mind in terms of like favorite players for you for each of those categories, right? So outwit, like, that's social, yeah. outplay, advantages, yeah. and outlast in, can be whatever. In our you want season or like all time. All anything time. that you've seen. Yeah, look, I can't comment too much on the American stuff. I've only seen like little bits and um yeah. but for the Aussie stuff, I think Luke Toki's probably got the best social game. Mm. Um Dave Ganae obviously is the total package. He's a character too. Like he's like an actor, you know what I mean? So like the way his IVs, that's why he got so much interview time because like he, he narrated that whole all-stars season, you know what I mean? Cause he was hilarious and ruthless the way he played, but also a challenge beast, you know, he's a big guy. And to be able to like beat Brooke, who's like a, you know, a challenge beast 
in herself um, in those long endurance challenges. Like while he was like, he had that spider bite as well. Like he was, that's like super impressive. Um, so Dave's definitely the whole package and probably one of the, you know, he's probably the greatest Australian survivor player knowing that and people knew he was a threat and he came back and won straight away. Like <laughs> yep. ridiculous. Um, obviously a massive charmer to the girls and stuff as well. So like, yeah, he's the complete package. Luke Tock is just like a legend, um, mm-hmm. super social. And you can see that like, he'd just be fun as to be around. Um, challenge based, like, I, I, like I'm partial, like, cause I've got some, um, I grew up playing rugby league, like Matt Rogers. Um, yeah. He got stitched up hard in the all-stars one, like in terms of like tribe swap just destroyed him, but he's a big player and like his like endurance challenges and stuff. Like he's, he's underrated, man. Like in, in his first season that he played, he was an absolute beast. And um, so Matty Rogers is probably one of my other favorites in that top three there. Haley, Haley was like, you know, obviously gun physically, but um, mm. you know, obviously cause Jordan got done with the, I'm not a fan of redemption twists and stuff like that. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're, 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 the, they're probably the top four. And George, George is a George for George to be able to have like, you know, no disrespect, no physical game really. Yeah. Um, and you sort of be on the bottom and, and really sort of rub people the wrong way and, and give them, you know, you give people the shits around camp and all that sort of stuff. His strategic was that good and cunning to be able to get to the end with zero other advantages. Um, amazing. So yeah, he's right up there as well as, as one of the greats, but um, yeah. I love it. My top, top five, I reckon. I love it. Yeah. I, my favorite player of all time, U.S. Aussie, anything is uh, the Golden God. Uh, Dave. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyone who likes Dave, I'm, I'm a fan. Of, so, <laughs> when you're when you're watching it, like, and and you're you're thinking like, I'm about to go in. Like, how am I going to play this game? You know, do you want to be, you know, out there? Do you want to like, how do you do this? And you just have to sort of check yourself and be like, I'm not that guy, you know. And you mm. just have to just seed and just be like if I went on my IVs and tried to be like this big flamboyant, like I'm not like that in real life, you know? So you've got to be yourself. And Dave is just lucky enough that, you know, that he's just so suited to this game and, and he can act a bit and, you know, even play it up and he was hilarious, you know? And so um, big, big character, man. And, you know, he did well in any, any season, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right, Josh, uh, that, that is all the questions we have. For you today i just want to thank you again for coming on man it was, it was so great to talk to you uh, get to know you a little bit better uh yeah, no where way. can our listeners find you uh social media or you know where yeah mainly um just just my uh instagram uh just at jay milgate um i'm not like a super active guy on it like i'm sort of torn now like yeah do i want to keep pushing and try and do something in that space but i just really like you know if you join me on there it'll be a lot of you know the odd photo here and there and you know i'm about to become a dad so i'm tipping probably a baby spam and all that sort of stuff so you know i'm not the most interesting guy on it but um yeah just that jay milgate if you if you're keen to follow along love it hey baby pictures and dog pictures i mean that's that's it man there's a lot of dogs yeah yeah uh sweet Hey, well, thanks. Thanks again, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, to our listeners, uh, make sure you follow us on speaking or on Instagram at speaking llama. Uh, and we will speak llama to you later. Awesome. Thanks, boys. See you later.